This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, always watching a Marble Hornet's story. You shouldn't have looked. Are you down with the get down? Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I'm Hotlanta. You didn't answer my question. Oh, no. Are you down with the get down? I am not down with the get down. Oh, do you know what the get down even is? No, and I refuse to find out. Ah. Are you sure? Yes. It doesn't cost much. Well. I can show you right out back. Mm, maybe later. Right out back. And there's no Troy this time. Yes, back indeed. There ain't no Troy. He's off in, uh, what is he at, Wichita or something? He's, he's Wichita, Cambodia. T- yeah, he's in Cambodia. Wichita, Cambodia, Wichita. Don't shake your head no at me. I didn't. It kind of looked like you did. No, no. Right. That was involuntary. Oh, I'm so sorry. My apologies. I thought you were just denying whatever I said about Wichita, Cambodia. Oh, I am, but I didn't shake my head about it. Perfect. Well, Troy's not here, as you can see. So, let's get this structure and energy-filled podcast on the way. So much energy. We've already got the weird, awkward parts out of the way already for now. Yes, now the awkward parts are over. What about this one? No, that was... John Amplis. John Amplis. Yeah. Got off a train. Mm-hmm. Where's your book? It's right here. Did we watch a movie this week? We did. What was it called? It was called Always what? Watching a Marvel Hornet Story. Isn't that what it's still called? It, it, it was and is. So I shouldn't have asked. As far as I know, will remain. Can it be was and is? I don't. Sure. I don't. I don't sure. I don't sure. Classic Chris. That's another Chris quote. I don't sure. Yeah, they should put that on the box for this. You're very RTF for our box set. Full quote. Are they going to... I don't sure. Are we going to have a Slaughterhouse Princess box set? Yeah. It's just going to be a flash drive in a cardboard box. With the word box set misspelled? Yeah. It's a limited edition thing. I didn't know there were that many Zs in the word box. You just don't know how to spell. Turns out, one of us is wrong. Did we watch a movie this week? We did. Ah. It was called... Marvel Hornets. It was called Marvel Hornets. Hornets. Which is all about a bunch of Hornets that saved the day. They had to fight Thanos. Yeah. Or something. Because killing half the population is such an awful idea. I mean, a different series of words. Fair. Yes. That should do nicely. Yes, yes. So we start off in this movie. From the beginning. With a guy 
and his lady friend. Is it John Amplis? Yes. And they're in the no, woods. No, it was Bilo. No, it was some other guy. No, it was Bilo. And they're in the woods, and uh, his lady friend has got the uh, camera, and her boyfriend guy disappears, and she's all like, what? She was tripping. Yeah. Mildly. She pans the camera around, but all she sees is the Slender Man. Well. Or the Operator, as they call him. Yeah, that, that might get us sued, because this wasn't really the Slender Man. It was heavily based on the Slender Man, but... It's legally distinct. The Thin Guy. Yes. Thin Gentleman. That's too long. That's what she said. So, uh... She goes to take off, and then the boyfriend shows up and smashes out the car window and pulls her through it and proceeds to snap her neck off screen. Yep. Da-da-da-da. Can't do it in the car. Then we meet up with Philo. Philo. Whatever. Silo. And Silo is a cameraman by trade. Nilo. And he's at uh, some sort of New Year's party where he's trying to record people. Yep, because in movies there's people that just walk around with cameras. I've never seen one of these people in real life, but... Yeah. According to movies, I wouldn't want somebody just walking around with a camera wherever I'm doing what I'm doing at. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? And he uh, meets up with... The, that woman in the bathroom? Yeah, Percocet lady. <laughs> who's rifling through somebody else's medicine cabinet looking for delicious Percocets. Excuse me, it's called farming. Oh, sorry. And then uh, they have a little chat where it turns out she's a reporter and he's a cameraman. Yep, because that's a natural conversation that people would just spark up out of nowhere. Like if I didn't know Christian just saw him be a walk up be like, hey man. You look like a reporter for some reason. You have the traits of a cameraman <laughs> if I've ever seen them. Probably the fact that I have a camera and I'm a man. They uh regular people conversation. Just like that. They have a make out. Yep. And we jump smash cut. They smooched, they bumped uglies. To uh Silo is apparently kind of stalking her. Bilo taping her as she goes about her day. It's fine. Like a weirdo. Eh, weirdo's a broad term, but... But now they both work for a local affiliate. W-A-A-A. Wah. Wah. And, much like their introductions, one of them is a reporter, and one of them is a cameraman. Yep, turns out. We already established that from the party. And they got a new team member, mm -hmm. and it's old Chaz. Ivy League douchebag. Yeah. Some guy was retiring, but I don't remember his name. And, uh... Frank? Yeah, sure. It's always Frank. And they're tasked with, uh, getting the story of the guy who cleans out foreclosed homes? Yeah, I like this guy. Yeah, so they go meet up with him, and he's like, yep, 
I go in there, I take what's cool, and I throw the rest out. Bye. And apparently it's a pretty big thing that the foreclosed people just wreck the places. Because, you know, up yours, bank. Right. You gotta stick it to the man. Fair. So they're uh, checking out a couple houses. Uh, new guy, Charles, the Ivy League douchebag. Yeah. He's sweet on reporter girl. Right. Which Silo doesn't care for. He's mad because he's the one that's been filming her. Yeah. And uh, they go to another house, but unlike the first house, which was, you know, pretty much empty. The second one, it was all furnished and all that mess. Yeah. Electricity and dust. What a combination. Which was weird, according to the uh, proprietor. Because normally when they go to these places, There's you know, people no will take their things when they leave power. their homes. But they're just gone. Yeah. And they just disappeared, the whole family. They're just gone. Bye. And they're uh, rooting around. They find a box full of tapes and a camera. What? They found a box full of tape and a camera in a found footage movie? I know. Get the fuck out of here. So, uh, Ivy League is like, hey, what I need is for everybody who's not me to sift through hours of boring-ass footage. You know, for the story. I have to go sit in a chair. Yeah. And so, uh, Silo and Reporter. Bilo! They, they start going through the tapes. They get into an argument because apparently they hooked up for some amount of time in the past. One time, I think. Maybe like, I think they banged and then talked about it the next day and that was about it. Yeah. And. The old Bilo hung on to it. Yeah. And reporter girls like, hey, man. Nah, family. You need to just drop that shit. Yeah. It was a mistake. We sh we're just friends. She doesn't want to bump uglies anymore. No, sir. And as he's uh, going through the footage, he sees some weird shit going on. He shows uh, the rest of the team. He's like, hey, check this out. In the background, there's a guy just kind of standing there. That's weird. He's in a suit. No face. That's not a normal thing. And they're like, hmm. Crazy talk. The, uh, but their boss at the local affiliate, Wah. she gets mad that they're doing the thing that they're doing. So they have to do it on their, their own time, I guess. Because now old, uh, Silo is super into the whole idea of the, uh, skinny guy. Against Bilo. So he, uh, he's going through the tapes. He's checking out the footage. The power goes out at his house. He's got a dog. Yes. True. And, uh, you know, just weird goings-ons occur. Power outages. The dog freaking out about... What looks like nothing. The camera starts getting all wonky every so often. Audio checks in and out. 
And uh, the next day, his dog is outside barking at a at a suited gentleman with no face in the yard. Yep, that's what dogs do. And when uh, I've been suited, I've had no face. I've been barked at by dogs. I know what it's like. It's identifiable, you know. Yeah, we've all been there. And he sees uh, the figure, and he's like, "Hey, dickhead, don't be just traipsing around my yard We're area." Getting barked at by my dog. And it uh, kind of teleports across the yard at him. That was pretty neat. And uh, he doesn't take that super good. So he goes over to a reporter girl to tell her what's up. Knocks on the door. Nobody's there. Uses secret second key to get in. Returns out reporter girl and Ivy League were... We're bumping uglies. Yeah, well, they just well, finished they were, or were preparing. About to or, or they were... Pre- it was a sweaty aftermath. It was pre or post-coitus. It's hard to tell which. Not mid. No, not mid. No. And he's like... Oh, man. Man, you gotta check all this fucking shit out, man. Look at this video. I got this thing on my neck. It's like a brand or something. I don't know. Check this out. And old Ivy League's like, dude... Look at my neck brain I didn't want. Get the fuck out of here. Read the fucking room bro and so we was about to plow yeah or did so uh I feel like they would have been sweatier and shamier if they would have already plowed I don't know now I know my sweat I, and shame that's fair I, I can vouch for that Ugh. shouldn't I mean we should really just have to hear it from me why wow. were why do you vouch for that? I mean, you're sitting right next to me. I can definitely vouch for the sweat and or oh, shame. Yeah. I'm sorry. There is a lot of both. Yeah. Yeah. I forget sometimes about my resting sweat shame levels. Yeah. It's like when you have a cat and you don't realize your house smells like ammonia. You should see that I'm when I'm doing something. I think it's bad when I'm just sitting here. Oh, it is. I don't. I don't <laughs> think that. That is an objective truth. It's discolored the couch. So, uh, Shut up. Read it. Talk. Silo. Go. I'm trying. Silo, I guess, <laughs> sleeps in his car or something. And when he goes home the next day, it turns out that Ivy League and Reporter Girl are in his house. Ivy League has found his secret stalking tapes. Yep. And he's like, hey, uh... I don't want to be that guy, but the fuck is all this, you fucking creep? But you should stop filming this woman. And he's like, yeah, but you don't get it. It's because I uh, am full of unrequited love. Yeah, he loves her. That's why he's stalking her. Totally normal, the thing I'm doing. Isn't that what it always is? And, uh... Now, keep in mind, at all times, cameraman has got a camera going. Well, yeah, because otherwise he'd just be man. Yeah. So as they're arguing about whether or not he's a creepy stalker, spoilers, he definitely is. Yeah, probably because of all the recording. Yeah, and following. And presumed masturbation. You can't follow him without record. Wait, you can't record him without following them. Fair. Wink, shut up. Wink, shut up, indeed. And uh, he's like, hey guys, I know you want to like get to the bottom of why I'm a creepy sex pervert stalker guy. But uh, look through the camera real quick. Just look through the camera. Look through the camera. And they didn't want to. 
But he gets Ivy League to do it, and that's when uh, the skinny gentleman comes to busting out of the closet and teleports across the room at him, which causes glass to break? Yep. It's from the teleportation. Pretty standard. You wouldn't know. And so they all take off to the car where their new plan is to drive. Well, that's a pretty good plan since they got in the car. Yeah. And so they, uh... Unless their plan was to sit in the car. So they drive off, decide to get a hotel... Room. Yeah. They're not going to get an entire entire, hotel. They buy an entire Best Western. (laughs) A whole franchise. Yeah, not just one building. They had to hire people. They had to train people. That's why this movie was four hours long. Yeah, I could have done without the hour and 20 minute montage of of them taking over. It wasn't a montage. They were sitting at the bank. Why? Why was there so many scenes of paperwork getting signed? How do you make the same montage of the initialing forms for an hour and a half? Yeah. Waiting for the credit checks to clear. Yep. One guy took a smoke break. And uh, in the hotel... Room. Room. Thank you. Old uh, cameraman... Tries to make his stocking less creepy and does poorly. I don't think you can do that. Yeah. Like trying to make your murder list full of killing. And they, uh, they move on. So it did work out. There's a lot of, uh, slender based chicanery that occurs. What with the camera being all weird, and then the skinny gentleman shows up, and they all go, "Yikes!" Zoinks! Uh, at some point, Ivy League gets uh gets his own brand, yep, on his belly, and uh, and uh, reporter girl gets one on her arm. They all have the mark now. Yeah. They've, They're going to put microchips in our foreheads. Yeah. They uh, find more footage as they're going through the tapes of the family on the night they decide to take off. Uh, apparently, Ivy League has a fellow at the bureau. That Don't he they all? Yeah. Don't all douchebags know something at some bureau? And he, uh, he puts out a call to him, and they get some information that the uh, the family from the house earlier, they didn't die. They ran off to someplace Colorado in order to start a new happy life. What a lazy name for a town. Uh, at some point, the dog dies. Yeah, he was a dog. Yeah, he got, he got the brand and died. Dog murder. And uh, on the way there, they stop at a, ho- a hotel. That wasn't even right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Troy's not here. I don't know what to do. And uh, at the hotel, things get a little heated. Real warm. Yeah. They engaged in fisticuffs. Mm-hmm. Because reporter girl is totally freaking out. 
Because she just got her mark. Well, I mean, in a reporter girl's defense, when a woman is crying in the bathroom, and your best option is not to force the door open and get two guys in her face to see what's going on. Fair. I've been married long enough to know that's a poor plan. Yeah, you need at least three. Right. you got to have at least three guys, because women folk get pretty strong when they're upset enough. Yeah. And, uh... She tries to take a Percocet. Molly Percocet. Yeah. Pig farm. And, uh... That one, I think, is probably just for Troy. Silo uh, doesn't take it well. Bilo. Because it turns out she had a problem with him. You know, as indicated by the way she was rifling through strangers' medicine cabinets earlier. Right. She was on the drugs. And uh, this causes him and Ivy League to get into it. And by get into it, I mean Ivy League throws him to the ground. And, and kicks him in the ribs several times and then tries to smash his brains in with a fucking hotel room microwave. Yeah. But don't worry, it's all cool after that. They went from a verbal discussion to microwave brain splatter in about nine seconds. I mean, we've all been there. This is the kind of thing we usually would have completely missed in the movie and Troy would have yelled at us for. Always yelling. So the, I bet he's somewhere yelling right now. I, I hope so. Cambodia. Cambodia, Wichita. So they finally make it to someplace Colorado. <laughs> make it. And they uh, they go to check it out, but turns out, funny story, the house was burnt to the ground. That is pretty funny. Hilarious. I'll give you that one. That was uh, that was pretty good. I wasn't prepared for that. Real funny. But they do manage to find the fucking bomb shelter out back. The old bunker. Which is full of, uh, you know, crazy scribblings. Canned meat. And the DVR system, because the house was wired up with cameras, because that's the only way you can see the skinny gentleman. Oh, yeah, they found that antenna out in the woods. Yeah. And then that door also out in the woods floor. Yeah. That's where that bunker is that you were talking about. The woods floor. Now I'm where we're at. Now you're where we are. Diddly Erdler. Perfect. So they check out what's on the DVR. And we see that dad of family is uh, clearly been taken over by the skinny gentleman. Right. He's calling the shots now. And he goes and uh, suffocates his daughter with a pillow. Yep. Like you do. His wife sees what's gone on. and She starts tripping. Yeah, she's not happy about that. So he uh, chokes her. Till he thinks he's dead. Yeah. But... But, remember I said thanks. Yep. She weren't dead. That was the implication. That's why I told you to think about it, dog. And she uh, shoves him down the stairs. Killing him. And then she sets the entire house on fire. Or, at very least, a bed. And then just goes and uh, takes her daughter's stuffed rabbit and has a little sit down. Yep. Waiting for the house to burn down around her. Yep. 
and probably take her with it. So they uh, decide to go talk to the local constable about all this. Constable? Where are they and in what time period? I don't know. Oh, well, thank you. 2015-ish. Diddly-erdler. So they talk to the constable, and the constable's like, yeah, it was a fucking shit show. Was it Istanbul? No. Constantinople? Yes. Shut up. And he, he was like, yeah, it's amazing that the, the mom didn't die. She just got burned up a little bit. But now she's at state mental facility. So they're like, hey, that's where we should go. So they go over to the Jacob's Ladder Hospital. Yeah. Where uh, the tall man from Phantasm he makes a quick brief, cameo. The brief cameo. He says some cryptic shit. They meet up with uh, the mom lady. And they're like, hey, man, we're here to talk about your husband and stuff. And she was like, well, you can't talk about my husband without talking about his friend. Because he well, forgot she was singing her crazy person song. Oh, like you do. And uh, she basically says that her husband let the uh, skinny gentleman in. And that's why everything went wrong. But the skinny gentleman don't bother her no more. She's just got the crazy now. He stopped tripping. Yeah. And then uh, she realizes that they got the stink of the skinny gentleman on them, and she freaks out. Understandable. Yeah. So they leave, decide to go rent a uh, quaint mountain fucking villa. Chalet? Yeah. Set up a bunch of cameras and start kind of going over everything. Like, what do we do? Do we just all split up and go our separate ways so that way we don't murder each other? Do we, uh, I don't know, do another thing that isn't that? No. Yes. And uh, Silo no. is going over the footage and he's like, no, I got, I got it, guys. I figured it out. When the guy died... The, the skinny gentleman left everybody else alone. So all I got to do is die. Is hang myself. It's the perfect plan. I can't think of a better way. So he uh, thankfully had several feet of thick rope handy, like a good cameraman does. Yep. For suspending his cameras. And he, uh, you know, hangs himself off the little balcony thing in the chalet but turns out funny story rope wasn't strong enough Eddie falls he was too fat and then he gets straight up possessed by the skinty gentleman yep he's got his crooked neck and his baseball bat yep and he he uh he's here to handle business business and by handle business I mean bludgeon people to death like Ivy League. Yeah, Ivy he League. died from multiple baseball bat strikes to the face. Well. Somewhere. Yeah, it's it, presumed. It, it wasn't his feet. 
Yeah, that was the only part you could see because it was behind a table, luckily. Right. So we're assuming it was the, it was the face. Cracked his head open like a pinata. Probably the feast on the delicious brains inside. Yeah, there's probably way less starburst that he was hoping for in there. Ah, there's enough. It's worth it. Trust me. Ask me how I know. Mm, I don't know. No. Okay. Reporter girl doesn't care for all of this bludgeoning to death. Why? What's her problem? She's got a thing about it, I guess. Whatever. Sissies. She runs off into the woods. And, uh... The skinny gentleman shows up. Creeps her out. And then old, uh... Silo shows up. Drags her back to the chalet. Throws her, like, 26 feet through the door. Yep. <laughs> and then just kind of dies, I guess. Yep, he was done. Yeah. He so, fulfilled his purpose. He killed three people. And then you get to die. Just like in real life. Yeah. You know. Uh you said it. I know. I was there. So uh now we jump smash cut to other people. <laughs> Where uh, some guy has got a camera that they bought from a yard sale because I guess somehow all the stuff they had on them at the chalet ended up at some sort of police yard sale. I don't even... You would think that the property they seized at a scene of a multiple homicide. locker and get smoked by the cops to get them high. Yeah, but no, it turns out they sold it at a yard sale? Yep. It made its way out. Um, so he's uh trying to convince his wife to make a porno. Really? Yep. That happens in this movie. And she's like, haha, no. And he's like, yeah, but and she's like, haha, no. And uh pan down, we see the uh the symbol, the brand symbol you know, thing. Circle, circle X. Which presumably means that the skinny gentleman guy. has found Amy. a new place to hang out and do cool things. Like brand people and cause cameras to be weird. Pornos. Murders. Diddly. And uh, that's... Erd. Yeah. That's that, I guess. Lur. That's the concise version of this. Yeah, yeah, that was... I mean, you hit all the all the high points. We probably glossed over half the film, but... So what do you say? Words, generally. Oh. No real rhyme or reason to them, but they just keep pouring out. Go you on. know what? I had kind of low expectations going into this because of our discussion about the film last week about how it wasn't as good as the web series... So I don't know if it was really that or that this movie was actually kind of okay, but I was kind of okay with this movie for being a shoestring budget found footage that I don't usually don't care for. This was uh, pretty good. I like the thin guy effects. So outside of your, I mean, can you really say camera work when you're watching a found footage? Eh. It's just a guy walking around with a camera. Now, the effects were neat, like when Slenderman came at him in his yard. That was pretty exciting. 
Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And I always like weird little audio, video, stuff like that. So that was all neat. The effects were neat. Um, a lot of the conversations between the actors were very unnatural. Especially the uh, our introduction to dialogue between characters is old Bilo and Percocet in the bathroom. And that's just one of the most unnatural conversations I've ever heard two people have, even in movies. Ever. Anywhere. Hey, I heard you're a reporter since you're in this bathroom, lady. Oh, well, you must be a cameraman. Mm-hmm. What kind of origin story is that? So, I don't know. If you are if you really like horror movies and this is one, and you just want to watch something that you haven't seen, this isn't terrible. It's not awesome. It's about as awesome as a found footage film can get. Fair enough. Is that, does that sound right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather watch this than Paranormal Activity. I've seen both now. Yeah. That's it. Half lit, I guess. Yeah. It wasn't all the way up. There was some kind of dud acting, and it's a found footage movie, so that really that's a, it just kind of starts it off at a C-. minus. So you really have to work to get that anywhere from being a found footage movie. I just I really don't like them. I feel like it's a lazy concept. Come on. Oh, it's my turn? It. Yeah, oh. tell us all about it. What do you think? Stink dick. It's okay. It earned every bit of its slightly under five stars on IMDb. Right in the middle. It's not aggressively bad, but it's not doing anything amazing. Uh, yeah, it's found footage. That's either your thing or it's not. So take that into consideration. I think it would have been more interesting if they would have gotten more into the skinny gentleman and what he was all about and focus less on the human drama. Yeah, because the characters were all pretty one note. They tried to have some stuff in there, but nah. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. I have seen the majority of the web series this is based on. Which it was years ago at this point, so I don't know how well that's aged. But I remember that being more interesting because there's just... It's way longer, so there was more time to develop characters and develop the kind of mythos of the skinny gentleman and whatnot. But if you're looking for something different, something found footagey, you could do a hell of a lot worse than this. It's true. But I don't know if I tell you, you know, drop everything, go out, see it immediately. It will not change your life. But it will consume 90 minutes. I give it a solid push. And you may not be pissed off that you watched it, or not. Yeah. It's, it's fine. It's fine. So, do you have the Hoggiest idea as to what we're watching next week? 
Yes, he Hold says on. as he, he has to quickly looks it up. Think through his personal knowledge. I'm definitely not accessing anything on the internet. I don't know why internet. that would have been on Spotify. I hit the wrong thing. All I right. can only imagine. So anyway. That's good, good. We're just hanging out. Yep. Natural conversation. Real dialogue. Real like movie. Real people talk now, yep. guys. This is how this is how folks interact. Yep, interactions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you think that up yet? Nope, still thinking about it. Hold on, guys. Going you good. can see Chris think. He's thinking so hard. My gears are turning. You can you can see it from across the room. It's the damnedest thing. I told him not to get that gear put in under his uh, scalp, but so where he insisted on it. Gonna watch a couple episodes of Masters of Horror. Ah, see, he remembered right out of his own memory. Imprint and the fair-haired child, if the list is correct. Yeah, see, that's a thought of Chris's. It is. And this uh, recommendation is courtesy of Dummy Act. And this recommendation that we just watched came courtesy of Jefferson Clark. Yep. So what if other people, et cetera, so forth, do the thing you're supposed to we do? We used to give them credit at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, we did bad. Troy wasn't here to keep us on we track. We gave him credit last week, I think, at the end of the episode. Yeah. So we're doing bad. It's a bad thing that we've done. Sorry, Jefferson Clark. Yeah, I'm not sorry about Chris, but I'm sorry. I can't apologize for Chris. Enough. Fair. What? Uh, Facebook. That's what we're all about. Or were. <laughs> we were all about Facebook, but we have very limited interaction on there. That's where we're Slaughterhouse Princess. If you go to slaughterhouseprincess.com, you'll see that we're on uh, Google Play and YouTube and Pincher. Is that right? Yeah, Pincher. We're on Twitter, Slaughter Prince. SHP podcast at Reddit, uh, Patreon store, and Discord.com slash Slaughterhouse Princess. You can email us directly at Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast at gmail.com. There you go. Barking at your Alexis will also tell you that you can have Slaughterhouse Princess. That's all that I remember for now. That's good enough. So come back next time where we're going to watch some Masters of Horror. I like that weird pause. Thank you. And while other podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye. Outro! And now we have our outro.